Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo. It's more than just a podcast. It's a source of insights to keep you tapped into all things data-driven so that you can be the most informed technical expert in the virtual room. Listen in weekly to stay educated on the latest trends in backup, recovery, storage, cloud, and security. On this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with with two super smart gentlemen. The first one is Sankit Pollaker, and he's the co-founder of Revise. And Sankit was bitten by the entrepreneurship bug uh, where he founded Revise with a mission to bring enterprise data into the SaaS app world. Also, Aaron Geister is a super smart and technical Atlassian administrator at Mark Forge. So I would like to welcome both of you to Data Protection Gumbo. How's it going, uh, Aaron? It's going well. Things are well. All right. And Sankit, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Super excited to be on uh, this podcast with you. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Let's. Why don't we start off just maybe you two gentlemen giving a, a brief synopsis of your expertise and your skill set before we jump into the, the interview here. Aaron, you mind going first? Sure, yeah, I can start off. I'm an Atlassian administrator. I've been in the Atlassian world since about 2017-ish. Started in the service desk realm, moved into the full like ecosphere of Jira doing other product administration. Um, now doing, concentrating on like SCS uh, with a secure config standard, making sure that our cloud environment is secure. Also giving the end user a good experience at the same time, trying to implement new processes, workflows within MarkForge to help with compliance tracking and um, getting teams to use JSM, deliver that good service management, um, and also help teach teams how to use other portions of products within the Atlassian stack that can help us be proactive with alerted monitor, monitoring, alerting, interweaving status page for our Iger um, solution. So um, just trying to deliver Atlassian stack as a whole and, and how it can benefit us as a, in our org today. So, Okay, awesome. So you're, you're super, super technical and deep on the Atlassian side. So uh, I appreciate that, that introduction. Also, uh, Sankit, why don't you give us an update? Thank you, Demetrius. So, well, my entire career, I worked into data protection, uh, data security domain. Initially, I used to be uh, the uh, on the backup administration side then slowly got into the product side, uh, building products, managing products. So uh, throughout my career, I basically dealt with uh, different environments, different customers and the requirements related to data protection. Uh, that's, that's my brief background. And basically, one year ago, almost... Uh, 10, 10 to 11 months ago, I paired with Wish, uh, we uh, thought of building something interesting in this new modern space. And that's when we figured out, hey, Atlassian is a super a big ecosystem and it's really awesome, but it has this one small uh, problem uh, wherein uh, there's no solution. And when I say small, it's, it's actually a very big pain point for uh, all the Jira users in a way, right? And that's where our expertise was. And we thought, okay, why, why can't we solve this problem? Let's go ahead and solve this problem, right? And that's how we started Revise. So that's, that's the quick introduction about me and Revise, I would say. 
Yeah, awesome. I was going to ask you that question, uh, you and Vish. Uh, I know you both found it uh, revised, and it's it feels a, a critical gap in the industry, especially in the data protection side of the house, where you know we're continuing to see all of these niche players enter the space to protect things like SaaS applications, et cetera, and so things like GitHub, and also uh, I've seen um, what else some other smaller SaaS platforms I can't think of at the moment, but I do know Atlassian and, and Jira is a, is a critical one, especially for the uh, DevOps and the DevSecOps personas and anyone working, you know, in an agile and scrum fashion. And so why don't you, uh, Sankit, start us off and just maybe give us an, an update and a rundown around, you know, what were you and Vish seeing uh, before you got together and you and you start brainstorming around the the need for customers to protect their data in Atlassian. Absolutely. So again, uh, we uh, we were uh, product managers in our uh, previous company uh, wherein we worked together, and uh, we were watching market very closely. We are uh, uh, seeing the trend, right? The landscape was changing wherein the data where uh, it used to reside within uh, the customer's uh, data center, within uh, the on-premise uh, data center that started shifting into the cloud environment, right? Especially after pandemic, a lot of customers started moving towards cloud data centers, cloud SaaS solutions, and uh, indirectly their data also started moving into these different cloud environments, right? And what everyone didn't really uh, understand at that point in time was moving to cloud doesn't really mean the data is secured, right? And, and uh, especially the uh, vendor who is giving SaaS solution, they themselves, they say, hey, you know what? You need to understand shared responsibility model. You need to make sure you take responsibility of your data. You implement data protection strategies uh, or, or you go ahead and develop your own data protection strategies, right? So that's what that's what was happening. Uh, and and uh, we saw that and we thought uh, within Atlassian ecosystem, it's, it's such a broad ecosystem, right? Uh, all the customers are moving sensitive data into Atlassian products. You have Confluence, you have Jira, you have JSM, you have Jira work management. So uh, talking about these products, they're used for various different reasons, but the data set which is being handled in these products, that is very sensitive. And it also can uh, lead to downtime of your uh, various teams and it can impact your various teams in a very different ways, right? So that's that's what we saw, and we decided to jump in. We decided to solve that problem, and that's how we got started. Okay, and firsthand, um, Aaron, I know you are deep within the the weeds of pain and issues and challenges of you know just managing an Atlassian environment. Why don't you maybe give us a a, a few? ideas around what are some of the pain points and some of the challenges with just being an Atlassian administrator? One of them is getting the orgs to align um, using that as the central tool, being that one department says, I want to use Asana, another department wants to use ClickUp, but the org says, this is our tool. And to kind of keep everybody in the same ecosystem for tracking project, tracking data, and, and having a centralized area to do that. On top of that, helping people understand 
how JIRA works, so training and development within the JIRA environment, those are, are, are very hard because like this set of users want this and this set of users want this and, and every org's Atlassian uh, environment doesn't look the same, right? So that's new. It's like you're going to a, a look at new minds every time you go to another place. And so trying to keep everybody on the same level is a hard one. But I think one of the biggest pain points is, is how do we get that data secured and backed up? And that's been this year has, we finally got a little bit of relief from that because of revise. But prior to that, it was like 12 hours to back something up. Right. I was taking me 12 hours. And so in our like way to get to the best SCS, the secure config standard, um, that was one of our major gaps is not having that backup solution. And what is SES config standard? The C- secure config standard is it's like a way to manage like how your SaaS applications are being managed from a security end. Like, are you using MFA? Are you using SSO? Are you using IDP? How are identities being given access to that stack? Do you have a secondary directory giving access to outside users and how are you managing those users to make sure that the environment is secure? How are people getting access to secure IP projects where where we can't allow certain people to see that data because it's under secure IP? So there's, there's many portions of how we can solution to secure our environment in the, in the SaaS, SaaS stack and Actually, uh, Atlassian is probably one of the better ones to allow us to um, get there. So just like the options that they give you to help secure it. Again, like the one of the major gaps was like, how do we get those backups? And Aaron, so I guess before a, a product like Revise, like I'm real curious, how were you protecting that data? How were you capturing backups or snapshots or able to rebuild or reconfigure your Atlassian or your Jira or any of that? What did that look like? So I was running automated backups for a while and and they were not working from time to time. Um, So I went to do the manual process where I would just download the backup every Friday. Um, The process was really long. You back it up, you wait for that download to go six hours to your machine or whatever. It's a snapshot in that day and time when you take that. So whatever's being done after that, you know, if, if we were to go down, there would be a gap of missing information. So and it would took me six hours to get it downloaded because of how big the site is. And would then get me another six hours <laughs> to upload it to drive to keep it in a central area on our drive. And then we would just take the old snapshot out, let the new one be there just for not putting too much stress in the of data we don't need up in the cloud but it was like a 12-hour process <laughs> yeah. and like that's never fun right like and i'll, I'll let both of you ask, uh, answer this question and send kid I'll, I'll start off with you just based upon your research i'm sure you and vish have done tons of research um, and sitting down to really determine you know what your go-to-market uh, story is and who are the personas that you're selling to etc so with your research and all the time that you've spent, how often should someone be backing up their, their JIRA data within Alassian? And I know it's dependent upon the company, right? And you know how much or how critical 
Jira is to them. But I'm curious to get get your opinion on what what have you heard or what have you seen based on your research? Good question. So when we spoke to uh, multiple administrators, multiple users, uh, what we heard was at least bare minimum every day, I should be able to back up my system, including all of its attachments, all of its configurations, all of its issues. That's the uh, sweet spot for most of the customers. Now, uh, depending on what various companies do uh, with Jira, they might have different requirements. But on an average, the sweet spot is like every day, you should have a one, uh, at least one good snapshot. Awesome. Aaron, I was just saying, for you, what does that look like? Is that because I know you say you were you were capturing it manually once a week. Has that changed? Oh, yeah. We're doing like daily now because of Revise. And I'm actually thinking about going through and maybe doing it twice daily just for our own sake. And the reason why is um, in the company that I work in today, uh, Mark Forge, we, we produce uh, software but we also do a lot of hardware with our 3D printers. And so there's changes happening in there through the day, thousands and thousands and thousands of changes. And um, if Atlassian had a bad day, which, which we have experienced in the past, um, but didn't affect all customers, and, and that's just part of running a SaaS product, is it, it's really hard to have 100% uptime all the time. But they, I think they do a great job. But... Um, the problem is, you know, when, when will it go down? When does it go down? And we're not able to capture that back. And so having that insurance is like critical, right? Um, so for me going back right now, I'm, I'm thinking like, maybe we need to do twice a day so that if we do have to go back to that restore point, we're a little closer to missing, like no missing data. Right. So. Yeah. And we, we all know that you know, it's great. It's fantastic to have backups. <laughs> but the main reason to have backups is for recovery, right? So think back before Revise. Were you ever put in a situation where you had to try to recover some data from Atlassian? So yeah, multiple times. And then it was like, well, someone deleted something that they shouldn't have deleted. And, and we just, we didn't get it back, right? Like, Deleted, it's gone. Um, we never were in a spot where Atlassian was down and we needed to import a whole bunch. That's great. Um, again, thank you, Atlassian, for your uptime. But um, you never know, right? Um, I've been in situations with other companies where, you know, Microsoft was down for how long? And what do you do when everybody in the company is on the same product and it's your whole living ecosystem no hold on you said microsoft was down or is that like a section of azure or yeah this is like years back now like oh, where okay. microsoft stuff had 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 a, a bad week and it's just like you don't want to live through that like that's chaos in an it team like anytime okay. you're an administrator like you just don't want to live in that moment but but those moments are possible and then they can they can happen and have you tested a, a recovery now that you have revised or have you had a situation where you've had to use it to to recover anything yeah yeah we've done a couple really good tests and we have also um done some testing in our sandbox to just delete a bunch of things and rebring them back and and it's all functional working um i think the one thing about it is that um it's iterational so if someone deletes something, um, 
it's still storing that data on a, almost on the fly. So you're still able to go get, get that stuff back pretty smoothly. It's a, it's a pretty smooth process with Revise. So. Just for, for both of you, if a CIO was um, kind of on the fence about whether or not to invest in a technology uh, that actually is able to capture a snapshot or capture a backup of data in Atlassian uh, or Jira data, what, what would you say to convince them that you need to allot that in the budget and you need to do it right now? Uh, thank you. Sure. Uh, good question. So basically what I would say is, hey, it's okay. It's okay not to back up uh, your Jira system. That's fine. But do you understand the risk? Do you know what data is going into your Jira systems? And what is going to happen if you lose that data? You need to really understand that, right? And the moment you do that analysis, the moment you start looking at what projects you have created, what JSM projects uh, different teams are using, what data is stored, what attachments are uploaded within your Jira system, the moment you do that analysis, it's a no-brainer. Right away, you're going to say, hey, this is something really, really important for my business. I cannot take risk. Let me just go ahead and back up my system. So most of the times, CIOs and CISOs and even admin teams, IT heads, uh, whenever they will do that analysis, I'm pretty sure 99% of the times they will come back and say, hey, my system needs data protection strategy. Mm. And Aaron, I'm, I'm not sure if you were a part of the conversation uh, when you guys were evaluating, you know, which product in order to capture, you know, backups of, of Atlassian and Jira data. Were you a part of that conversation? And, and maybe if you weren't, you know, what did you say to convince your management team to, to follow through with that purchase? So um, I was part of the conversation. I was the one that brought up Revise and introduced Vicious Team to my team. I met Vish down at Teams 2022. Um, and when he pitched me the idea that this was coming alive, I was like, where you been all my life? <laughs> you know, and I was like, you got my full support. There are other, a few other Atlassian add-on apps that, that do something similar, but I don't think they do it at the same capacity that Revise is doing it. And I, I what I used was the, the whole shared responsibility pitch, right? Like we're using spanning to back up our Google Cloud. Why are we not doing that for, why are we not doing that for Atlassian? We have project data here that if we go down, we have no clue of what's going on now because it's all tracked in that place. We have secure IP data that we need to have for tracking and building these new things within the MarkForge ecosphere. And if you lose that data, how, how do you get that back? What are you going to do? everybody's mind, like there's people that have left the company that their mind was in that data, right? In that tracking, that's gone. Like, how do you recapture that if it's gone? So uh, my pitch was like shared responsibility. Remember SaaS products, there, there's all humans behind what's going on and things happen. We make mistakes and, and sometimes those mistakes cost a lot of money for companies. And so if we don't do our due diligence as administrators and, and try to do our best to safeguard those things, again, going back to the secure config standard, having something in your pocket that says we need these specific things 
to harden our SaaS applications. We need to hit these data points so that we can help keep business continuity going, right? Yeah, and you know what, you, you touched on a lot of different things. You know, the, the shared responsibility model is, is, is still confusing uh, or all right, not understood or just not known about when, you, when you're talking to centers of excellence, right? Whatever that COE is, whether it's a Salesforce COE or it's Atlassian or uh, just name your SaaS product, right? So there, there are a multitude and it's been said that there are over, uh, that companies have hundreds of SaaS applications that they are utilizing in order to uh, just run, run their businesses. So what do, you, what do you see as some of the challenges as you kind of grapple with all of these different SaaS products? So you, you mentioned you had spanning, now you're using Revise. I mean, who knows what else you're using? right, to, you know, capture or manage data. Um, what, what are some of the challenges? And I know I would like to see a single solution that kind of ropes everything in, wrangles it all in, and kind of allow me to manage it, you know, from one, as they say, single pane of glass. But I know that, that that's not existing yet. What, what are your thoughts there, Aaron? So I have used other tools that that kind of do that, right? Like I've used a tool called Skyvia and, and it, it works okay. But the thing is, is like, it's at the level that you need it to work, right? So what happens when we're using products that are specific backup products to that ecosystem? Spanning is, is definitely meant for a Google ecosphere. Revise is definitely meant for Atlassian ecosystem. What do you get with that? What you get with that is, is you target what you really need for backups you're getting iteration. You can return uh, uh, specific data points that have been deleted and bring them back. Why? Because they're focused on that specific system and how that system works. And the one thing I think is like when you get an all-inclusive SaaS backup solution, there's going to miss the points, the, the crucial points of like what is it that you need to grab out of there. Because of the way each one of those are built, if you like not every SaaS application is built the same. And I think that's why you're seeing these specific backup solutions for specific products. And that and that has to go back to to like how that system is built and working, right? I would love to see what you're talking about too, but I don't I don't see the realism in, in that being achievable because of each system is so different. All right, so we, we got a new project between the four of us, and, and we're going to say Vish is here in spirit. So the four of us, we need to figure out a way that we can kind of, you know, plug in and connect multiple products, regardless of what that SaaS product is, into one unif unified UI and allow, you know, someone to be able to tap in that way. I know it may not exist. It may be 10 years from now, but someone's going to tackle that. Um, and I think the, the one thing that allows all of this to, to be possible are APIs, right? Because without APIs, you know, there wouldn't be a communication mechanism between all of the hundreds and thousands of different applications and products out there. So uh, thank God for APIs. Um, any, any closing words, uh, Sankit? Again, from my side, I, I would uh, just say uh, this one thing, right? When we talk about uh, Atlassian ecosystem, Again, we need to think it, uh, think of it from the point of view that it's a cloud solution, it's a SaaS solution. For all the admins, it's very important to understand 
shared responsibility model what is your responsibility as a user uh, what is uh, that atlassian is going to own what is that they are going to do from their side and what you really need to be aware and what you need to be really executing as part of that shared responsibility model you need to really really understand that very well right so that's that's my summary i would say i would like to uh, just request everyone go ahead try to uh, look at what is shared responsibility model and what atlassian talks about uh, in in their uh, white paper that's that's uh, like going to help all of the uh, atlassian users uh, in understanding how this saas solution works and what they really need uh, need to do from their side so that's that's my summary yeah um just to piggyback on that um admins i think in general and ministers um you know engineers that are 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 doing a lot of the api work like they're all crucial in that shared responsibility knowing that for each saas application that they're they're administering um and then finding that solution for that gap again going back to that secure config standard looking at the compliances that you're under right with with your organization um do you have socks do you follow nist do you follow like what is it that you have to follow and then go back to the application and see like where those gaps are and if you're in under any compliance you'll you'll find out that backup is actually in some of those compliances of like what are you doing to safeguard your information and um and then relay that back to like hey what is that saas uh products um shared responsibility model um i think most everybody has it out there so um look for it and then look for the solution um i was lucky to meet vish and then meet sanga and and uh, i think if we wouldn't we would still have a very big gap so i appreciate them we had a long it was a lot of months of work to get it out and working um because of the safeguards we have with the vendors that we work with but um yeah we need we need these type of solutions so Well, f- fantastic gentlemen. I I do appreciate the insights and some of the best practices around just protecting data uh within Atlassian and also Jira data as well. So, uh one final thing, if you are watching today, maybe you're watching from dataprotectiongumbo.com or uh also we do have a backup and recovery professionals group on LinkedIn with 25,000 professional members in it so please go on linkedin search backup and recovery professionals and you can find the group there so i appreciate all of you as listeners and until next time may the gumbo be with you thank you for listening to data protection gumbo please follow us on twitter at dpg podcast and join our backup and recovery professionals linkedin group just search backup and recovery professionals on LinkedIn and you will find the group and until next time gumbo listeners have a fantastic week